You started the foundation when he was diagnosed. Um, he said to the doctor, well, that's fine. Um, send me home and, and I'll just take the meds that I need to. And the doctor turned around and said to him, well, unfortunately, that's not how it works. So you started researching on support groups and, and trying to figure out what this was that he had been diagnosed with, and there actually wasn't much out there. So he decided to start the foundation to um, obviously support people who, who were diagnosed with it. And um, so what the foundation does is we try, uh, we are aiming to work towards research in South Africa. Before the foundation, there was no research whatsoever in South Africa towards motor neuron disease. There is currently research going on because of uh, what US has started. Then it also, you, uh, we have about, uh, currently I think we're on just over 80 beneficiaries who are still alive, and to date we've helped over 130 in South Africa who have been diagnosed with MND. And we help with anything, we look at them all individually. So we've got some cases who the, the, the spouse, they, they lose their, um, their jobs. Obviously, they need to become the main carer for, for the spouse who's diagnosed. And so some just need groceries and others need emotional support. And then obviously, most MD patients go through the different phases where they'll need a wheelchair, an electric wheelchair, peg tubes, all those sorts of things. And so the foundation helps with equipment as well for, for a lot of them. So, Claire, what are the symptoms of motor neuron disease? What should people look out for? So, there's actually four different types, and they have different different symptoms which they start with. However, the most common ones are um, a slur in speech, and then also um, weakness in, in your hands or in your legs. Um, it's like if you try and open a bottle, your, your, your muscles just won't tighten enough to open that bottle. It's that sort of feeling. And then it, it seems, uh, at least from you know the pictures that one sees about people who do suffer from motor neuron disease, that it is rather debilitating. Absolutely, um, we we always describe it as people being a prisoner in their own body. Because what happens is the messages are not sent from your brain to your muscles. So although your mind remains the same, and you. Your mind is not affected at all. So your mind wants to tell you to pick up your hand or or pick up your leg and walk, but that message is not sent down to the muscle. And so the muscles eventually waste away, and that's ultimately how most MND patients pass. So, you know, the reports have been there about UST, you know, traveling around the world and and really doing a lot of uh, work in terms of uh, trying to get more research done. But how will he be remembered by yourself and the rest of the staff at the J9 Foundation? Um, Yeah, UST, he was a phenomenal person. Um, I think we we all know that we're the better for knowing him. He was a joker. Um, He actually, he was... He used to use the people around him as his tool for his pranks constantly. Um, but he, he was just the most phenomenal fighter. He never, ever, ever gave in to this disease. And he always, if you walked in any morning as sick as he was, you would say, how are you? And he would always reply with awesome. And, and I think that's, that pretty much sums up his, his fighting spirit. Claire, are there any more details at this point about the funeral arrangements and the memorial service? Um, the memorial will be held on Friday at Loftus Fairfield. Um, it's open to the public and it will start at 12.30.
And as for funeral arrangements, is there anything at this point? Um, there is a few things being being done at this at this point. However, that will be a private, a very private um, funeral for the family.